me uh sam hickman a woman who slept for 11 hours this week um i went to bed i went to bed on i want to say let's say let's say monday night at 11 p.m and i woke up at 12 p.m on tuesday just fully just out like a like a goddamn light i just like ugh. What a world. It was probably Tuesday, Wednesday, but that, hey, logistics don't matter. Welcome to the 99th episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity, a podcast about my life and work as a freelance musician in the gig economy. My name is Sam Hickman, and I am holding in a burp. There you go. I I put it out. Anyway, hello. Um, wow, we're um, truly on the cusp of 100 episodes. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, so... Um, I'm going to I'm going to talk about um all of my nonsense this week and then we'll get into what's happening next week. Ah, uh, hold on. I'm making a note that I talk about that cuz I didn't have a structure for this and now I do. Let's go. What did you do this week? Okay. So, um I bought a bunch of kazoos. <laughs> Is that fun? Is that is that interesting? Is that interesting? I like I okay, so I came back from Berlin on on Sunday night or more like Monday morning. It was like like 12:30 or like 1 in the morning on Monday morning and I literally worked one day this week. That was it. I did a music and hospitals gig on Friday that was at 9:30 in the morning. Um and um that's that's all I've done this week. I did some recordings as well. <laughs> it's been nice. I've literally just sent emails and um, collected money, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I truly just like... So I, I bought some fancy kazoos because I was like, I'm a star now. I can't have a regular kazoo. I have to have fancy kazoos. I'm truly following uh, in my hero's footsteps, uh, but with a kazoo. So... <laughs> It's disrespectful to everyone involved, including myself. Um, so this week, I... Okay, I thought I was getting my sofa this week. So essentially, I'm buying a sofa for my living room because I don't currently have a sofa in there. I just have, like, like a, a, a side table, a TV, my bookshelf. Like, all of my shoes and coats and nonsense is in there. And I bought a rug that was way too expensive. But hey... I'm worth it, I guess. And then I have my my parents' coffee table that they gave me when I moved into the house. And then I just have like an old armchair. Just it truly like if you if you were thinking of robbing me and you came into my living room, you'd be like, "Oh, a sad, lonely woman lives here." Like it's just a single armchair in the middle of the room. Just like, oh, she, she's lonely. So my um. 
So anyway, anyway, anyway. So I ordered this sofa and you better believe Scam the Sam Hickman did a classic Scam the Sam Hickman activity where um, I spent 45 minutes looking for a discount code and then I guessed a discount code for a student discount card and I got 40 pounds off. So I'm winning at everything. Anyway, I bought the sofa um, and I was like, and I was like, okay, it's going to take seven to 10 working days to get here. I'm, you know, I'm, a casual lady I can I, I can flex I can I can bend with the road you know all that jazz all that nonsense that we tell ourselves and then halfway through you, you, the experience you're like I can't bend or flex with the road at all I'm very rigid in my in my life um anyway so I was like um so I get a text on like Tuesday night being like your parcel has been dispatched from like parcel force being like being like it's been dispatched we're ready it it will be with you by Thursday and so I'm like okay one that is super duper fast for someone who is like this will take seven to ten working days I was like yeah it's a full sofa like it's, it's not gonna get here like minutes after I ordered it um anyway so I like Thursday comes around and I'm like uh, it it's it's coming today I assume and so I wait in all of Thursday it is a it is a horrible wet day outside and I have nowhere to be but at the same time um I don't know I like having the idea that I could leave the house it's it's a nice idea it's a nice sentiment to have at any given point I'm gonna raise my standard and my mic stand hold on well that was difficult Mm -mm -mm -mm. there we go okay um Anyway, yeah, so I like I wait in all Thursday. I clean my entire house. My house is really is really clean now, so that's good. I threw away a bunch of stuff. Um I still haven't cleaned the guest bedroom because um I'm leaving it there until I know what color I'm going to paint the walls and then I'm going to be like there we go, painting everything, doing everything, living our lives. Um, hitting music stands with and mic stands with our phones. Anyway, so I'm like, so I I wait in, I wait in all day for this for this um sofa. That's what this story is about. Story is a long word. That's what this series of and collection of sentences is about. Um, and so yeah, I I um. I wait in all day, I clean my house, I'm like truly checking up on the tracking and the tracking is just like, advise not received. And I'm like, what does that mean? Why are you not telling me where it is? And it's like part of a consortium or something or a... um, Sure, why not? Consignment. Um, and so I'm like, oh, the furniture company is sending it with a bunch of other things. So they're not going to like track it because like it's probably like in with a bunch of other parcels. Sure, sure. Why not? Um, and so I'm like, oh, it'll, it, it'll either get here or it won't like or it will get here at some other point and so I like fully at the very end of the day I google what the like the um the advice not received thing means and it means that parcel force hadn't yet picked up the sofa from the furniture warehouse to uh deliver to me so <laughs> I wasted an entire day of my life cleaning my house and now all I have to show for it is a clean home Ugh, what's that gonna get me? What's that gonna get me? Nothing. Nothing. I tell you, nothing. <laughs> nothing. It was really nice. Um, my kitchen is now pretty clean. Although I feel like every single time I start to, like, 
clean a space. It becomes a process. And I love, I love, oh, my favorite thing to do. This is like the favorite, like subconscious Sam Hickman habit that I have is I love to like make little piles of like things that I'm not a hundred percent sure what to do with, but I know like would be difficult to throw away. Like, like would either be like too big to throw away or is perfectly fine. And I could probably like give it away somewhere but I don't know where that is like I have a laundry hamper in my bedroom that I'm like I don't use this but I don't want to just throw it away I might just plant a tree in it or something stupid you know me you know me you know the nonsense that I get up to anyway anyway so I'm I'm currently um waiting for my sofa to arrive uh it should arrive sometime this week very excited fingers crossed thank you everyone for supporting me in this journey uh in this journey and I'm like currently looking for a living room side table um and my only real um oh I'm also going to buy a very expensive armchair um so that's gonna be a bold choice uh <laughs> It's going to be a bold choice. Uh, if you come to my home, you will have nowhere to sleep because there is not a bed in the guest bedroom. But I will have a very expensive armchair. So, <laughs> hey, thanks for coming. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm looking for a side table for my living room for where, where the sofa will be. And my only criteria is that it is a bold choice. Like, truly just, like, hideous. I just want something that is so ugly. You're like, oh, you picked that. That you chose that to be in your home. That's what my, that's my goal for this. Like, you look at it and you're like, oh, boy. Wow. Okay. But why the rest is so nice why like I'm truly thinking about buying like an animal shaped like table like like one of those ones that has like a bear holding up like a like a log <laughs> something just really hideous <laughs> I almost bought a fire extinguisher one and then I realized it was 500 pounds and um I don't have the budget for that I'm buying a chair <laughs> I'm buying a single chair. I'm also buying a, like, I'm thinking about buying a Lucite, like, bucket chair. Um, because I think, like, a see-through chair would just be really funny in the space. I am an interior designer now. I don't play harp anymore. I'm sorry if you came here for harp news. Uh, anyway, um, wow. Just a truly, it, like, what a... What a week it has been for me. Um, I I pondered this week. Um, these are just the random things that I asked myself. Um, how the hell did they know what time to go to bed when it was winter before clocks? Because it's truly like 4 p.m. now and I had to turn on a light in my home. Uh, so how did they how did they know before um, before clocks when to go to sleep and when to get up cock? Co Cocks, 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 uh, roosters, <laughs> roosters would crow. <laughs> um, oh, I made, I remembered a joke that I told during the, um, I really perfected my triple threat joke. So, um, I, I, um, I made allusions to it during the BBC Horizons, like, set about Julie Andrews being a triple threat and me also being a triple threat. I'm not sure what those threats are yet, but I will make them afterwards, um, is the joke. And then for the London show, I, like, said, like, I said, like, something something along the lines of, like, I am stunning or I am gorgeous. And someone, ha, like... <laughs> Like, truly, like, oh, it's a joke that this beautiful woman thinks she's beautiful. And I was like, whoever said that, 
I will meet you outside and I will kill you. I'm a triple threat. And that was one of them. It was great. It was so hack. I told that to, um, told that to my choir friends and every single one of them just went, Ugh. <laughs> I'm trash. I'm truly trash. It should be a nicer threat. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know nicer threats. I'm truly zero to 10, like, uh, ugh, trash. Um, Ugh, ugh, my only criteria is that it is a bold choice. Um, Lincoln truly agoraphobic. I don't, I don't know what these, I don't know what these things are. Um, oh, I think I might be agoraphobic. Um, I don't think that's right. Um, but I'm afraid of leaving my house. (laughs) I think I'm just depressed, to be honest. Anyway, um... Yeah, it, it was it was a very dull week, so I'm going to keep this episode short. Just famous last words. Famous last words. Uh, the minute I start going to bed before midnight is the second I start stretching before bed. Oh, yeah, I stretched before bed for, like, a good solid two or three months over the summer, and it was really good. Like, it was just really helpful to be able to just, like, do a bunch of yoga before bed and then get into bed all stretched out and go to sleep. Um, and then because like, I've literally just been going to bed at like midnight or one in the morning because, um, I've had a couple of weeks gang. I've had a time and that's something we all need to live with. Um, I don't, I don't really work anymore, but I seem to be constantly getting back to my house very late at night. Um, which is, yeah, so when that stops happening, I'm going to start stretching before bed. I promise. I promise. Okay, my last, um, hmm, ooh, oh, <laughs> my last four things. Uh, number one, uh, some people parallel park by literally driving up on the pavement and those people are sick. Uh, <laughs> two, Kendall Jenner is my favorite Kardashian because she always looks confused or slightly scared to be there in any photo. Like, go to her Instagram, Kendall Jenner, and then, like, look through. She's always either, like, slightly confused or, like, scared or, like, mildly annoyed. It's one or the other. It's a lot. I frequently send um, her, her posts to my friend and yours, co-host of Women Talking About Star Trek Voyager, um, with just, like, whether it's confused or scared. Um, it's been a lot of confused lately. Anyway, um, I, I, ooh, I tried Yakup this week. Yakup, the, the, the yogurt drink that's meant to help you poop. Weirdly enough, has helped me poop. I don't think there's a lot of science behind that. But, but... I've I've seen casual results and I have not adjusted my diet except for including that. So who knows? Who knows? I did walk around my house the other day just eating um uh mint chocolate chip ice cream from the from the tub while like pacing around my home. Um so that that is a thing that I did this week and that did not seem to affect it. Uh Jakob, what a what a dream. Um my last one. Someone came into my house this week and was genuinely surprised by how nice it was, which, how dare you? How dare you? I don't invite you to my home for you to, for you to think it's not nice. 
I spent all of Thursday cleaning it. Um, another thing I did on Thursday was I finally went. So um, it was Halloween. Thank you, Halloween. Um, me, uh, Queen. Um, it was Halloween. And uh, my friend invited us all around to... Oh, previous podcast guest, Jazz Liddell, um, invited us all around to watch... Um, Little Shop of Horrors. I took my phone out of its phone case for this so it wouldn't make a bunch of noise. And now I'm just making a bunch of noise trying to put it back in. Oh, boy. (laughs) Is this fun for you? Yes, of course it is. You came here for this. Me talking quickly and inarticulately. Um, Yeah, so I'd never seen Little Shop of Horrors before. Little Shop of Horrors before. Um, (laughs) And so, like, I was thrilled. Truly thrilled. Um, It is... It is fantastic. Why did, like, I, okay, part of me knows, like, so when I was a teen, I was like, I'm going to watch Little Shop of Horrors, because I went to, <laughs> when when I was on vacation once in Colorado, we went to a, the Colorado, I, I think it's like the, the Silverthorne Repertory Theatre's <laughs> production of Little Shop of Horrors, which was in a marquee. <laughs> At a ski resort. So, <laughs> my idea of what this musical is has been shaped by that. Um, yeah, so, um, so I, like, some at some point in my teens, I tried to sit down and watch A Little Shop of Horrors. And I feel like I just was not, you know, like, I just was not. There is something to be said for watching things with friends and later in life. Because... I don't think at any point in my in my entire career up until now would I have appreciated how ridiculous Ellen Green's voice is. It's insane. It goes from like truly just a squeaky child being like I can't I can't even do it. It's like truly just like see I've never seen the sunshine over the sunshine coast. Like truly just this high thing and then like halfway through suddenly Seymour she just gets out this belt and you're just like what where did that come from? And she's like, Sandalissimore! And you're like, yes! I was truly screaming. I was like, they, they finished every number and I clapped. <laughs> we did watch it like, on a projector on, on the wall. So it was kind of like a movie theater. It was great. And there were lots of us there. By that, I mean four of us. But that's a lot for me. Um, wow. And that is... The ins and outs of what happened this week with all Sammy Hickman. Let's talk about next week. So next week is um, my 100th episode. Thank you. Hold your applause. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. Oh, you didn't get me a gift. That's fine. That's fine. Don't worry. No, I didn't need a gift. I'm just happy that you came and that you saw and that you conquered. Um, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. Anyway, um, so it is March in the Moon, thankfully recorded in Cardiff. Um, oh my God, could you imagine if the 100th episode was the London production of, I'm calling it a production, but it's really a revival. <laughs> it's really the touring production. Um, yeah, it's it's the Cardiff, um, the, the Cardiff March in the Moon, the original March in the Moon. Uh, a year later, a year wiser, a year older, fully just hitting the music stand today. Anyway, um, yeah, so I, so ugh, a couple things I wanted to say about it are, firstly, firstly, you know when you, um, like, it's kind of, okay, my main thing is it is, it is a draft. It is a working 
draft of the show. It is not like the finished product. Um, so if I tore it or if I do it again, I will probably take down the hundredth episode so that you don't know what all the jokes are. Um, also there's like, I, I don't know, like, like figuring out how to, how to tell stories and things in front of an audience and figuring out where all the beats are is like, it's, it's really like, like it, you can, like, this is the, f- for the, for a lot, for the majority of the audience, this is the first time they are like hearing me do the things. Um, and so it was like quite, I don't know, quite, um, the, it's, it's a draft. It's not like, like, so when like, <laughs> this is just cause I watched, um, this is just because I listened to Good One, a podcast, um, and Emily Heller is talking about um, doing her stand-up special, and she's like, oh, like, you you tore it, and then at the end, you do it in your hometown with a bunch of people who are just happy to be there, and you know, like, you've spent, like, five weeks doing the same material, and you know where everything works. And I think, like, for this, because it was the first time doing everything in front of people like there are kind of gaps and there are little bits that I'm like oh, I wish I'd done that the other way around or I wish I'd like put something there and put something else um we'll maybe talk about it in episode 101 but I, I don't want to be burdened by my own words here so hey we may talk about it we may not uh musically oh musically there are two new songs um I don't know how I feel about it. No, I know how I feel about it. The um the replacement for the like penultimate song on the album, which is uh, "Hold Me in Your Arms," um the one with the really nice saxophone solo. Um, I've replaced that and I've rewritten a different song over the top, which I think is really musical theatery and also has a credenza, not a credenza, a cadenza. Um, you don't put your keys in it, you change keys in it. Yeah, it's bit. Oh, yes, that's merch. Put it on. A t-shirt uh, <laughs> it would just say credenza put your keys in it cadenza change keys in it um there is an incredible vocal <laughs> there's an incredible vocal cadenza in, that i wrote myself for it um it's 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 bold it's working bold i'm really excited about that um and then and then there's the the final song which is an absolute goop um, the, the comments about my final song, this is, this will make sense if you either went to the show or after you listened to the show, but I looked out halfway through doing the final song and I like looked at my mother. Oh, my parents fully came to this show. That's an important factor in this. Um, I looked at my mother and she was just laughing so hard. She was crying and she was wiping tears from her eyes. That is how, that is how, what a goop this final song was. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. Um, I like the show. I like the show. It's good. Uh, it's it's good when the audience is friendly and packed. Oh, it was a packed house. Marge in the Moon in the Moon was um, packed to the rafters. So a couple things for the audio. Um, at the beginning, I'm just wearing like a simple black dress uh, because there wasn't a dressing room at the venue. So I like I, I have my simple black dress on and then I go to like the toilet that is behind me, change, and then I come back out after the um, the um, 
it, a theme tune. The, my fucking theme tune. After my theme tune, I come out, um, and that's what happens there. Um, there's a couple other bits that I need to. Okay, um, there is a reveal. I will post that on Instagram to promote the episode. Um, there is. Um, oh, I halfway through the first number, I accidentally stamp on my looper pedal and I sing looper pedal. Um, that's what's happening there. Um, there's also a hat involved. Um, it, honestly, just imagine me wearing a hat. It's not that hard. Um, my dear sweet friend and yours podcast podcast alum. Um, Ammo Fox does a couple of numbers in the middle of it, which are gorgeous. Um, so I've kept those in because it's, I don't know, I like having them play in the middle. It's nice. It sets the tone. It helps it transition from being a very quirky, fun show to a slightly more serious, fun show. Um, final, final points. Um... There was one final bit that I wanted to talk about. Uh, uh, I'm sure there is a little tiny bit that I cannot remember, but I'm sure I will post about it at some point. Um... Yeah, it's 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 a fun show. Oh, oh, the room is is like an L. Okay, we have had this discussion before. The room is like a big L or a backwards L. Um, and there is like so when I am performing, there is like a whole bunch of people in front of me. The bar on the right hand side, and then to the further right, my like right right, there is like a whole bunch of people over there that are completely like. <laughs> completely like obscured by my harp so I just don't I like address it at the beginning and then, then I'm just like okay they're all over there um just like fully just like I I I um I don't know why I didn't like well no I know why I didn't pivot my harp because like I would have had to like fully not it was kind of like playing in the round because it was like fully just like, I don't know, 270 degrees. How much is 270? That seems like much bigger. I don't know. Kind of like slightly bigger than one. Mm-hmm, slightly, slightly bigger than slightly. Okay. Bigger than 90 degrees and smaller than 180 degrees. Let's say like 160, like 160 of an audience, just like in a circle. Um, So, so yeah, that, that was, I should have repositioned my heart. Never mind. Um, my final points about the show. I love it. You'll love it. Of course, my gown, um, I get my kazoo stuck in my, stuck in my gown several times. Ugh, classic. Um, oh, what else is there to say about the show? Oh, 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 previous podcast guest, Melon, um, like laughs at a few things that are just not funny, um, halfway through and she was fully sat in the front row on the left-hand side. So, like, Truly, there are bits where I'm just like, Melon, that's not a, that's not a, that's not the joke. That's just me saying BBC radio. Like, yeah. Um, oh, and a, a previous podcast guest, uh, Naomi Ray, our friend and yours, um, comes in halfway through because she knew she was going to be late. And I was like, huh, I'm going to make fun of you. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of all the physical things that happened in the space. All the, visual things the visual things um yeah makeup wise i wore the glitter for the cardiff show and then i didn't wear it for the london show and to be honest 
Nobody noticed because uh, nobody was there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's um, that's essentially it. I think that's I think that covers everything. I um, I'm very excited for you all to listen to it next week. Hopefully, you will enjoy it. And um, yeah, it's it sounds really good. I'm I'm very happy with it as a like as a draft as like a first kind of like first attempt. I'm very pleased with how it went. I did a great. Um, <laughs> I think you did too, audience, friends, enemies. Um, wow, what a what a wor- what a world. Why do I have? Ugh, what a. What a what a world. Anyway, um this has been an episode of Hyperlocal Celebrity with me, Sam Herkman, a woman who um oh, I don't have a I don't have an end tag. A woman who did 99 episodes of this podcast and still has a lot to talk about. Uh, <laughs> that's questionable, but we will see you all next week for our 100th, my 100th episode. Me, all by myself, in my office, alone, doing all the sound editing, doing all the... I wrote the theme tune, I sang the theme tune, I played the theme tune, I edited the theme tune, and now I do this podcast. Well, we'll see you all next week for the 100th episode, Margin the moon live at the moon in cardiff on woman b street bye bye